falsifiability. Karl Popper wrote, quote, A theory is part of empirical science if and only if it conflicts with possible experiences and is therefore in principle falsifiable by experience. Unquote. The idea here is that if you can't prove something wrong, you can't prove it right either. Thus, in Popper's words, science requires testability. Quote, if observation shows that the predicted effect is definitely absent, then the theory is simply refuted. Unquote. This means a good theory must have an element of risk to it. Namely, it has to risk being wrong. It must be able to be proven wrong under stated conditions. In a true science, as opposed to a pseudoscience, the following statement can be easily made. Quote, if X happens, it would show demonstrably that theory Y is not true. Unquote. We can then design an experiment, a physical one or sometimes a thought experiment, to figure out if X actually does happen. Falsification is the opposite of verification. You must try to show that the theory is incorrect, and if you fail to do so, you actually strengthen it. To understand how this practice in or whether this works in practice, think of evolution. As mutations appear, natural selection eliminates what doesn't work, thereby strengthening the fitness of the rest of the population. Consider Popper's discussion of the concept of falsifiability in the context of Freud's psychoanalytic theory which is broadly about the role of repressed childhood memories influencing our unconscious, in turn affecting our behavior. Popper was careful to say that it is not possible to prove that Freudianism was either true or not true, at least in part. We can say that we simply don't know whether it's true because it does not make specific testable predictions. It may have many kernels of truth in it, but we can't tell. The theory would have, be, would have to be restated in a way to allow for experience to refute it. Another interesting piece of Popper's work was an attack on what he called, quote, historicism, unquote, the idea that history has fixed flaw, fixed laws or trends that inevitably lead to certain outcomes. This is where we use examples from the past to make definite conclusions about what is going to happen in the future. Popper considered this kind of thinking pseudoscience, or worse, a dangerous ideology that attempts, that attempts wannabe state planners and utopians to control society. 
he did not consider such historicist doctrines falsifiable. There is no way, for example, to test whether there is a law of increasing technological complexity in human society, which many are tempted to claim these days because it is not actually a testable hypothesis. Instead of calling them interpretations, we call them laws, or some similarly connotative word that implies an unchanging and universal state that is not open to debate, giving them an authority that they haven't earned. Too frequently, these postulated laws become immune to falsify falsifying evidence. Any new evidence is interpreted through the lens of the theory. Karl Popper, he once said, a theory is part of empirical science if and only if it conflicts with possible experiences and is therefore in principle falsifiable by experience. For example, we can certainly find confirmations for the idea that humans have progressed in a, specific, in a specifically defined way toward increasing technological complexity. But is that a law of history in the inviolable sense? Was it always going to be this way? No matter what the starting conditions or developments along the way, were humans always going to increase our technological prowess? We really can't say. Here we hit on the problem of trying to assert any fundamental laws by which human history must inevitably progress. Trend is not destiny. Even if we can derive and understand certain laws of human biological nature, the trends of history itself are dependent on conditions and conditions change. Bertrand Russell's classic example of the chicken that gets fed every day is a great illustration of this concept. Daily feedings have been going on for as long as the chicken has observed, and thus it supposes that these feedings are a guaranteed part of its life and will continue in perpetuity. The feedings appear as a law until the day the chicken gets its head chopped off. They are then revealed to be a trend, not a predictor of the future state of affairs. Another book to look at is how we tend to view the, the worst events in history. We tend Another way to look at it is how we tend to view the world's worst events in history. 
We tend to assume that the worst has ha- that has happened is the worst that can happen, and then prepare for that. We forget that the quote-unquote the worst smashed a previous understanding of what was the worst. Therefore, we need to prepare more for the extremes allowable by physics rather than what has happened until now. Applying the filter of falsifiability helps us sort through which theories are most robust. If they can't ever be proven false because we have no way of testing them, then the best we can do is try to determine their probability of being true.